Hey guys, welcome to the e-commerce paradise podcast. Today I have a special guest on the show, Michael Harborn. He's with uh, freshbelief.com. This is his blog. He's the co-founder or the founder of Fresh Belief. And uh, welcome to the podcast, Michael. Hey, cheers, uh, cheers, Trevor. It's uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on because Kindle publishing is very passive um, business model, and you've been doing Kindle publishing for a long time. Can you talk a little bit about um, yourself and your history with uh, the Kindle publishing business model? Sure, sure, sure. So I got into Kindle publishing around two years ago, and it was after you know, you know when you go you go through all the kind of dis- different business models. You're looking at this one, this one, this one. Uh, I even went into dropshipping a bit. I talk about a bit about that on my blog. And even after leaving Kindle Publishing and going to dropshipping and coming back and even trying affiliate marketing, it was I always came back to Kindle Publishing because Kindle Publishing is like one of their models where you basically you publish a book. If you publish a book in a way which is high quality and it can sell long term, it's just set and forget. That's the most that's the best thing about Kindle Publishing is I can produce I can publish a book today on let's say uh, dropshipping, if that, that's one of the uh, profitable keywords, and it starts to gain traction on Kindle, uh, paperback, and audio, audio, and hardcover, and it starts to gain traction. And I don't touch, touch that book for let's say a year, it's still gonna make me money year after year because Amazon and Audible do everything for me. I don't have to, I, I could just go off to an island as long as I do the work up front right, and I don't have to do anything. Like that, that's the advantage of doing Kindle publishing. That's, that's really the reason why I like it. And that's the reason why I, even after I've gone away from it, I always come back to it. Cool. And uh, so how, uh, how many books do you have published right now? Um, okay. So currently I have tw- only 12 books uh, because I've had a few problems in the past from uh, Amazon taking books away from me and copyright. I used to have about 25 books. But that has gone. That has gone down. Like I, I, and it's one. It's one of the problems. You know, if you don't do things properly, this this is what happens. But I'm building it back up. I'm I'm cur- currently publishing uh, eight books this month, which will bring my revenue back up. Cool, man. That's awesome. So, so generally speaking, I mean, usually when people wonder about like a business model, if they want to pursue it online or not, like I know I'm wondering this, it's the first question out of my mind is how much money can I make with it? Um, can you give people an idea of like how much money they can make? Maybe give an example of how much money you've made over time and maybe some other influencers, you know, that do Kindle publishing, how much money they make online? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so like currently I make around a thousand dollars per thousand dollars per month because of all the books that have been taken away from me. I used to make around two and a half to three thousand dollars a month from the kin from kindle publishing and that was with uh, 20 books and i wasn't really after i did that i didn't do much and then amazon actually sent me emails to say this and i ignored them and didn't know anything and the books got taken away but there are people online uh earning like ten thousand dollars a month there's guys earning twenty thousand dollars a month from kindle publishing um so if you if you want to if you want to check out some guys like the, there's two guys who do really well this the mixon twins with audible they just they just did like 12,000 last month from their books and they didn't touch them. So that's, that's one of the big things that can happen. If, if you set it all up, right, it is such a huge way to earn money in 2018. Cool, man. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, for most people, I think two, $3,000 is all you need to live a pretty much a full-time income. I think it really depends on where you live and stuff like that. Um, now you live in Bangkok, Thailand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, and for a couple, been here for over a decade. 
And, and you're from the UK though, right? When, when did you make that move to Bangkok and why did you do that? Okay, so it was around, oh, fuck. Uh, so yeah, it was around 11 years ago and I originally came from Muay Thai and I was a professional fighter for around eight years. And then, yeah, so I've been fighting for eight years. Like I came here for originally for seven months to actually fight. And then, okay, typical Frank, Frank story, you get a girlfriend and then you, you go back to your home country and you come back again. But I came back again and I only had like, I was only supposed to stay for two months. But then I got a fight, I rushed down in the stadium and I started having other fights. And I was like, you know what? I want to stay. I want to find out how I can stay. So then I started fighting. I got some like part-time work on the side. And I just stayed all of this time just to fight, fight Muay Thai and just enjoy my life here. Because once I realized that I, I, life here, even though I've been earning a lot more as a fighter, was so much more enjoyable than going back to England in the cold, the wet, the rain. You know, it, it was just like, uh, I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going to stay in, in Thailand. Um, it's like most, most people, they, they presume this is what I have on my blog. They presume that I came to Thailand because to get that kind of lower, you know, you know the economy kind of change where you, uh, where, where you go to another country to live cheaper. Like I was already here for like nine years before I became an entrepreneur. Mm. Interesting. So how much money does it cost you, generally speaking, to live like month to month out here in Thailand? Um, like my cost of living cost around... Uh, it's between it's about twenty thousand baht, so that's that's around like seven hundred US. Wow! And I live I live a comfortable life, you know. <laughs> seven hundred dollars, and I'm sure that's not you're not like going out and splurging and all that stuff. But I mean, it's pretty comfortable still, right? I, I do. Well, I do go out. You know, it's like yeah. even even like okay. So my wow. my my, my con, uh, the con, the place that I live in it costs me around two hundred dollars a month. And then my food is around another two hundred dollars, and then I've got the rest. Then I've got another what? What's, what's that? Twelve thousand baht. So we're looking at two. I've got like three, two hundred, two hundred. No, wait a minute. Trying to think of the math. Two hundred, three hundred dollars uh, per month uh, on what I want to spend. What I want to spend. I could spend more, but at the same time, I'm reinvesting that back into my business now. So the thing is, like, I could live this lavish lifestyle now. Like I, I was the whole of two thousand and seventeen. I was spending like, we're talking like 1,000, 1,500 up per month on just anything. I was living in a nice, con, a bigger condo and everything. But now that I'm trying to actually really scale up my business back up to the levels it was at before, I've actually cut down on a lot of stuff. It's like I could, I could live even cheaper. I could live for, if I wanted to, $300 a month if I wanted to. But I just feel that if I did that, I, I, would, go, I would go insane. Hmm. You know, you have to have like a balance. But you know, that, that is the possibility of like li living in Thailand is you're able to cut your costs right down. So then you can use that money to grow or do whatever you want to do with it. You know, like I'm looking within the next 12 months to have my Kindle Publishing business up to $10,000 per month. That's where I want it to be. And I'm taking, I'm taking progressive steps now to actually do that because I know, I know how to do it. It's just taking the steps now, consistent steps to actually get there. 100%. And that kind of leads me into my next question, but um, how much time does it usually take to set up something like this? If you're just starting from scratch, or maybe you already have a different business going on out there and you want to move into Kindle, um, you know, how much, generally speaking, time does it take to like publish a book and launch it and actually see some, some return on investment? 
Okay, sure. So it, it, it comes down to how much of the, how much of the business do you want to outsource? Mm. Now, the, the, the most important part is, is like niche and keyword research, which is going to take you a newbie pub. It's going to two weeks because a lot of the court, the kind of course they have, let's say an outline and a guideline on how to do it. It's, it doesn't go in depth. So it's going to take you a bit longer. You can have the Facebook groups that you're in. It's going to take one to two weeks to do that. Then to write the book is based on the writing company. So that's another one to two weeks. Yeah. Um, and then while, and the things like oh, why the book's getting written, you can get everything else done. So that's like the front cover, the back cover. And when you get the book back, so that's another book back. So that's another five, that's five weeks. So I'd say five weeks from, from the, from, if you can do keyword. Okay. So, it's really down to you on how long it takes you to actually find your niche and your keywords. But if you're minusing that part out, it takes two weeks to have the book written. And then it takes, I'd say another week or another couple of days. Cause you have to have the book proofread and edited and formatted and everything. So it's going to take you about three weeks to get the book written and ready for publishing. And then you can make your money back. Like I've made money back on some of my books uh, within one to two weeks, mm. but the thing is, the, pro the problem that you have is Amazon only pays you 60 days. So let's say you publish a book in July mm. and you get, you, you get the royalties report like every day, but you get the end of the month, okay, for July, and then you get paid that amount in August. Okay, you get to pay that amount 60 days later. So that's going to be August, September. You're going to pay it at the end of September. However, with CraySpace, which is uh, where you're going to make more of your money and Audible, it's going to be 30 days later. So for July, for your royalties in July, you get paid it at the end of August. So you're looking, if you do, if you do everything right and you can actually get your money, if you, uh, sorry, if you do everything right and you can get your ROI back on that book, which is can be anything from $300 to $500, uh, well, so uh, three hundred seven hundred dollars. If you do everything right, you can get it back within thirty days. Well, thirty to sixty days. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like uh, sounds like most online business models takes about a month to start, another month to make your money back, yeah. and and after that, it's passive. Cool. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, so, with that said, um, you know, with all that time put in, and like you said, like the outsourcing and stuff like that, how much money does it usually take upfront to start a book or maybe a series of books? Okay, so like every book, you're going to be looking at a minimum cost because you want to be writing a book a minimum of 10,000 words. So with the writing companies, like the, the cheapest one you want to go with is eWrite Solutions. Um, but with them, you're going to have to read your book, have it proofread, everything like that. But the, the cost is going to, the total cost is going to be anything from 300, about $310 all the way to $700. It really depends on the book length. And how, how much it costs to get narrated because you want to get your book on audio because like Kindle is okay. Paperback's better, but audio audible is the way everything's going. Mm. You, you, so you want to, it's going to like say, if you don't get it uh, narrated, okay, about $250, 250 to about $600, uh, 250 to $550. That's if you don't get the book narrated, mm. but if you do, Okay, it's going to be three hundred to about seven hundred dollars, depending on the length of your book and um, the company that you get it written with. Okay. And what about the the sales page? Do you do you outsource the copywriting for that and the cover of the book and all that stuff too? 
Or do you do um, that yourself? Okay, the the cut the covers I I've outsourced, okay. but the cut the cover and oh, sorry the the title and the sales page description is like my copywriting is like I, I'd say I'm I'm good to uh, very good, so I don't need someone to outsource this to. Uh, so, however, I've taken a course, uh, my friend Ollie's got a course, which shows people how to do this process. And that really upped my game as well with the copywriting. So if you're going to like, if you're going to really outsource this, like I've outsourced it for $25 and the guy that wrote it, he didn't know what he was doing. So to hire a real good, a good copywriter, it's going to cost you anywhere from 200 to a thousand dollars. So when you first start, there's no point in you doing this because it's going to be really out of your budget. What I would do is like, if you get like really good sales of this book, okay, take that book and pass it to a copywriter and say, okay, I need this done. Mm. But if you do the right research up front for your book, you don't need, you, you, you can be like an okay writer. But if you know your customer and the keyword, you don't need to really outsource it to a great copywriter because by, out, by researching your customer, you're actually going to know what their wants and needs are and you can put that in the description. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like you can probably learn copywriting online pretty easy. There's free courses. I know there's YouTube videos on copywriting. So something that's yeah. something worth maybe spending a few hours or at least a few days learning. And I know I've done that in the past. I've gotten pretty good at it. I know you're, you're better at copywriting yeah. than I am. I, I guess it just takes practice, right? I mean, writing sales yeah. letters, right? It's just yeah, practice. 100%. <laughs> all right cool so so we've kind of gone over a lot already like how much money you can make how much time it takes what the upfront investment is um can you just go kind of a brief overview a step-by-step -step of how it works from start to finish you know just for absolute beginners that don't know how it works and kind of want to get into sure, it sure sure I've, I've actually uh let me just bring up my list all right so for, first off you need to do your niche and keyword research. So a niche is, is going to be a category on Amazon. So you go into Amazon, you look at the categories and you pick one. Like a niche is something like health and wellness, uh, health and fitness, uh, like self-health development, self-help. Um, what else we've got? Uh, we've got business, we've got marketing. They're like your big niche. And then you find keywords within the niche. So like within, let's say, uh, self let's say within... Um, marketing so within marketing you have things like let's say uh, social media that's marketing you have content marketing you have email marketing um what else what other kind of marketing is there i'm thinking of top of my head uh, other kind of marketing um okay within marketing you could do copywriting as well that would be another keyword because what you want to be looking for when you look at like a, a niche is you want to see what books would somebody want so if somebody is wanting to be, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to use myself as an example. If I was writing books for myself as a blogger, I would write books around blogging, how to make money with blogging, how affiliate marketing works, email marketing, how to write better uh, blog posts, how to write better emails, you know, how to quickly come up with titles. So uh, do, do you see how it's, if you, if you take one person and you look at what their wants and needs and what they really want, then you can actually create a persona or create books around that person. But at the same time, you need to check whether those keywords are profitable. So the basic for the profitability is the top six, four of the top six books are under 100,000. This is in the Amazon store. So once you find your, your keywords, which are all under this, under this ratio, uh, what you do then is 
you start to create books around them. Then you have to do like the research for each individual book. You have to go in and you have to, uh, you have to check what those people want for that specific book. Like for, let's say email marketing, what people struggles when they do email marketing? Is it the lead generation? Is it the writing of the emails? Is it the title of the emails? You have to actually look what their problems are and you can find it easily on Amazon and in forums and different places on the internet. It's very easy to find this information. All you're doing is you're taking what they're saying and putting that into your book and you can put, even put that into the description. So after you've, basically done your research is then creating the title, creating a title which creates curiosity. Then you're creating the description, description which is gonna sell that person. Then after you've done that, then you have, then you create an outline for the writer. The more detailed your outline is, the better book you're gonna get. Now think about it, if you send someone a book that says, okay, I want a book written on email marketing, you're not gonna get a book which is, is what you want. But if you say, I want this, 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 and this, you're gonna get a book which is exactly what you want. And that's important because what a lot of publishers do is they just send the keyword to the writing company and a subtitle and they expect the world and they're gonna get crap. Uh, that's as basically you can get it. So yeah, then after you've, you've created your book, you've done the research, it becomes a bit easier. Then you have the book written, written for you by a writing company uh, or you can have, you can go onto Upwork and get it outsourced, but I, in my experience, it's, it's very difficult to find a writer. I prefer just to go to a writer company or give the book. They've already got the team in place. Boom, there. Okay, give me the book after like 10 or 12 days. Easy. Okay, after that is while it's getting written, you want your covers created. Create three covers because then when you get there, if you get them three covers created, then you can select which cover you like best. If you create one cover, then it's then, then you're left with that one cover and you're thinking, oh, which cover do is this good enough? But if you create three covers, then you have the opportunity to actually choose which one you feel is best, or you can take them three covers and you can ask your friends and family, uh, which cover do they prefer? Or people that are in that niche, ask them, okay, which cover would you prefer as a buyer? Which one interests you the most? That's the best way. Go to people who would buy the book. Then you choose the best book cover. Then you've done, uh, let's get back to the other list. Okay, after you've done that, uh, so get the front cover. Okay, you create the back cover of the book, the back cover and the spine. Uh, so that's the book, book created. Then when it comes back, you want to uh, check it is not, it doesn't have any uh, copyright infringement. So you put it through Copyscape and then you have it proofread uh, by a proofreader of Upwork. You have to hire someone, find someone. Then you have it formatted so it looks great because sometimes Amazon screws up the, um, the, the, the way the book looks. So you want it done well for Amazon, uh, Kindle, and you want it done for growth for Query Space. Then you take that book, you send it to a narrator to have the book narrated. And then you get your reviews. Now, the reviews is one of the hardest parts. Now, some people like to use review swaps, which I'm highly against. But for me, I'm able to, for my books, I'm able to get reviews by outreach. Now, I outreach to people on Amazon, I outreach to people in niche-specific groups, I outreach to people on forums, uh, on blogs, all, all, this kind of, all, all these kind of ways. And, you know, not everybody's going to reply back to you, but the people that do, they're more likely to review your book. Now, on my last experiment, I sent out, uh, I got a list of 30 people. Now, of that 30 people, seven people reviewed the book. So what's that percentage? Um, 721%. So that's about 25% of the people actually reviewed the book, which is, I'd say, uh, for most people's experience, it's good. 
then after that you, your book is going to be narrated by the narrator after you've uh, after, after you get the book back you check the narration and then you go on and you publish the book on uh on audible so that that's really it in a nutshell of of everything you need to do got it yeah it's a it's definitely a lot of work. I, it, you know, it's a lot of different steps. And um, thank you so much for sharing all that, by the way, it's a lot of stuff. Now um, I wanted to let the listeners know and the watchers know, the viewers know um, you have a, a checklist, right? For all this. Uh, stuff. Yeah, I have a, a checklist. It's uh, it's currently part of my, my course. Okay. So I'm not giving that, I'm not giving that checklist away for free. Okay. Um, they can't, they can't purchase the checklist. Okay. But it's not something that I, I currently give that away free. I have other things I give away for free, such as what makes a keyboard prof, like the other steps you need that makes a keyboard profitable. Uh, I've had that in a checklist. I also have my free course, uh, which will take you through all the steps that I taught you. Uh, so I have a few things that are free, but not everything that I have is free because it did take me time and it's taken me years of knowledge to actually go through. Yeah, of course. I'm sure the viewers can respect that. Um, let's talk a little bit about your course. Um, it's called Rapid Kindle Keywords. What do you cover in the course, and you know, what do you what are you uh, providing as far as an end uh, result for your uh, for your users? Okay, so uh, I just want to go back to the reason why I created the course. Uh, if that's cool, cool with me. <laughs> okay, so like I said, like I said before, I every key Kindle publishing course that I've taken. Uh, it hasn't really gone into depth on keyword research and keyword research is something that a lot of publishers, they complain about that. Well, not they complain, they gripe about because they can't seem to get this into their head. So for me, that was like kind of an inspiration. You know what? These other, these other publishers are not doing it. Like even like some of the courses that I've been around for years, they still haven't done this part. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to create something which is going to go really in depth on just the niche and keyword research part of Amazon. Because if somebody can find the niche and the keywords, they can publish books all day long. And this process, I've broken it down into a systematic format. So it takes you from finding your niche, then finding your keywords, then actually creating your persona, and then finding less competitive keywords. Because some keywords that you might think are profitable, let's say a word like habits or meditation, something like that, those keywords, you, yeah, they're going to be profitable, but at the same time, you're going to go into that keyword and your book is going to get swamped because the competition is too much. So what I do is I systematically show you how to find less competitive keywords very, very easily. Now, I've already had two successful students already who have been able to find their niche and their keywords just by using my system. So that makes me quite proud. And I've had other students come to me say, you know what, you make keyword research look like child's play. That was the best comment I've had so far. But yeah, it's just going to make your key, your niche and keyword research so, so easy. And as this is the first stage in your Kindle publishing business, this is something that you should really take serious. Yeah, it sounds like it's really, really viable and definitely something you need to learn as a, as a beginner. So um, that's awesome that you made that. Um, now, uh, let's talk about your free mini course. So, you know, you just kind of gave the viewers like a free mini course right now. But of yeah. course, it's, it's all kind of, you know, face-to-face uh, -face stuff. People want to dive in to see like what it looks like actually doing some of this stuff. So um, where can they find that uh, free mini course and, uh, you know, what's involved? Okay, so they can go to uh, freekindlecourse.com. 
uh, you can put that in the link in the description and that's going to, that's going to basically take you to like an opt-in page where you just have to sign up and you get the email and the email is going to send you to the course. Now the course is going to basically gives you, it goes over all the basics. So it's going to show you the niche and keyword research, how to do that. It's going to give you the basics over that. Then it's going to show you how to create a persona. Then it's going to show you how to research, get your title, create your description. It's going to go over the basis of that. Then it's going to show you how to get your book created. And then it's going to show you how to publish your book. And then I, then, then I go over a review. So this is just like a basic overview of Kindle publishing. But if you take this course and you apply it, you can actually publish your first book uh, on on. On Amazon, you know, it doesn't go into CreateSpace, it doesn't go into Audible, it just goes into Kindle Publishing. But this course, if you actually don't overthink, because I know what a lot of people do, they overthink it, they need more information. No, no. If you take what I teach in this course, you can publish your first book on Amazon. It's as simple as that, you know. So that, that's really it in a nutshell. Cool. And the last thing I wanted to talk to you about was your blog, Fresh Belief. So you've been doing Fresh Belief for some time now. Can you talk a little bit about your journey there with blogging and affiliate marketing? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I started my blog back in uh, 2015, and it was a way just to talk about my journey through Kindle Publishing. Now, I kind of took that journey up to about February 2016 because my aim was to earn $10,000 at that point, but I didn't, I didn't really achieve. I got to about two, two and a half, three thousand. So after that, it's just been about just talking about Kindle Publishing, things I'm doing at the time. And just like, just letting people know, you know, the, the good, the bad, the ugly about, about what I'm going through, because I know a lot of people online, they always talk about the good things and you never, you never hear about what can go wrong, the bad things that happen. And I'm going to be there. I'm there just telling you as it is, you know, like I have had the good, I have had the bad <laughs> and you can see like, I've, I've had a, like one of my biggest posts for Kindle publishing was well after the the comparison post that I did between two courses was my copyright post. I talk about the copyright infringement I got and the amount of feedback that I've got from that course has been amazing. Like people have like really thanked me for it because like nobody really talks about this kind of stuff. Like they go over briefly, but they don't do it from their own experience. They don't talk about things that happen to them because they're scared of perception of other people on the outside and it can be scary. It can be scary to actually talk about your failures because you want you, everybody online now, they think they have a perception of how they're supposed to look. And one of the dangers with that is you kind of, you stop yourself from writing about specific things because you're scared of how people will perceive you and think about you and how it's gonna affect certain sales, certain affiliate sales and uh, your, your business and everything. Um, but at the end of the day, I just want to write about this because this for me is like, I can look back at this uh, certain steps and I'm like, okay, I was there. This is the crap that happened. Like I'm about to come out of a post recently uh, in the next uh, week or two. That's going to talk about all the crap that happened in 2017 and what I did and what you shouldn't do. You know, so that's the kind of post I want to put out there because I want people to be able to learn from this stuff because if they can, they don't make the same mistakes I did and they actually do things in the right way. They move forward progressively instead of, you know, just doing things which they shouldn't be doing. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, you guys, if you want to uh, learn more about Michael's journey, 
and uh, read about his, you know, downsides as well as his upsides and all the, all the good things that happened in his life and all the messed up things. Go to freshbelief.com. That's his blog. And uh, it, Michael, it's uh, freekindlecourse.com again. Is that the mini course? Yeah, free Kindle course for the free Kindle cool. course, yeah. Okay, so go check that out, guys. And get his rapid Kindle keywords course. I'm in there too, and it's really, really good. I can't recommend it highly enough. I'm actually going to be getting into Kindle publishing myself. That's part of the reason why I wanted to do this interview is to learn more. So I hope all the viewers out there, you guys really enjoyed this podcast. Thanks again for being on, Michael. No worries, no worries. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Take care. All right, cool. Yes.